you think about things sometimes far too much, but it's who you are. It's how you make sense of the world. I think about things too. Like what the fuck is a breeze block? And why do middle-aged Japanese women still talk like little girls? And how many planets had to crash into the sun before we were left with eight or nine? And why astronomers can't make up their mind about Pluto? Who cares? Maybe I do. Far too much. Maybe thinking about things is what made me a good Montessori kid. Then again, maybe Montessori made me think about things. You dream about things. Like things besides sex. When I was a kid just starting on a travel soccer team, one of my teammates unveiled the tantalizing secret to what Adidas means. All day, I dream about sex. Do you? I won't always tell you when I diverge. Tangents will just appear like coins on the sidewalk. Or like Dr. Strange, only cooler and less alien looking than Benedict Cumberbatch. You have grand visions of the future. You know what should be created, what should exist. I have these visions too. Perhaps that's what got me fired from my first real product management job. Thanks, Visions. You want the best things in life. Okay, you know those things are free. But you want the second best things in life, like a private island or strippers or a self-driving hoverboard. I want a Chipotle. Not a franchise. My own Chipotle. Not in my house. I'm not a savage. My Chipotle would sit in the basement of my guest house, right near the bowling alley. By the way, for you haters out there, I just went to Chipotle the other day, and they now have carne asada. It's like a different place. I'd like to be in on the meetings where they were looking for new product ideas, looking for new recipes, trying to shake some things up with some brainstorming. They're coming up with all sorts of fusion recipes. How about pineapple? How about Korean tacos? Don't get me wrong, Korean tacos are great and I love myself a pineapple. But there's one guy at every one of these meetings, quarter after quarter, living the corporate dream. I like to think his name is Jorge. And in every single brainstorming session, he says, you know, Mexicans have been making this tried and true meat that's delicious, and we don't even have it on the menu. It's called carne asada. And everyone's like, hated it, lame, boring. Anyway. My friends and I would walk from my mansion across the huge grassy field. Now I feel the need to make clear that this is not a lawn. It's a field. No, wait, a moor. Yeah, Scottish people have moors, and if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. It's a moor. This Chipotle would be operating every day just in case we decided to drop in. And then when I walked in, the workers and I would discuss how the pico was that day and whether the barbacoa amazingly was still amazing. We'd engage in some guac talk. The point is, this all turns out to be pretty friggin' expensive. So you need some version of traditional success. Now you're conflicted. You're an artist. An idealist. What to do. 
I worked at a Wall Street bank where a hot Russian saleswoman once exclaimed, and then we ripped their eyeballs out. Okay, maybe you don't want traditional success that much. Who's going to help you sort through all this? From Lexico.com. Breeze block. Noun. British. A lightweight building brick made from small cinders mixed with sand and cement. A cinder block. From the Urban Dictionary. Cheap buildings can be made entirely out of them, but it looks third world. There's a song by the band Alt-J. I mean, that's not actually their name. Their name is the symbol for the Greek letter Delta. And if you hit Alt-J on a Mac, you get a triangle. A Delta. The song is called Breeze Blocks. The first time I heard it, I loved it. A huge part of the allure is that the lyrics are eminently elusive. First, you're trying to parse them through the sheen of an accent you can't quite place. Then, once you can do that, you try to understand their literal meaning. Then, you try to understand their real meaning. This is similar to, but not quite like the song Pumped Up Kicks. When Foster the People sing, Better run, baby run, outrun my bullets, it's pretty clear what is going on. Breeze Block sounds beautiful. Beautifully morose. Painfully beautiful. Like there's something else lurking below the surface. Dark. Unseen. Unexpected. The video for Breeze Blocks also has some of the unexpected. In an interview with, yes, Interview Magazine, the frontman for Alt-J, Joe Newman, said, Our video for this track has a really different message, and yet it worked really well with the song. It's quite a weird one. People aren't sure what's going on. We liked that you might have to go back and watch it a second time to figure out what is happening. For those of you who haven't seen the video, it's worth a watch. The band seems to revel in the fact that things are not always what they seem, and there are things unseen. It might be unexpected that the song Breeze Blocks is actually based upon Where the Wild Things Are by Maurice Sendak. Saying a little more about the song in, yes, the appropriately named Interview Magazine, Joe Newman said, The song is about liking someone who you want so much that you want to hurt yourself and them as well. I have a favorite French economist. Doesn't everybody? Mine is Frédéric Bastiat. He talks a lot about the seen and the unseen. Like Alt-J and like Bastiat, I aim to give you the unexpected. Intellectual food for the famished and culture for the parched. You're flawed. Me too. Sometimes I'm a walking paradox. I'm lazy but impatient. I'm insatiably curious but get bored easily. If people are shooting at me and stuff is blowing up, I'm surfer cool, calm and collected. Everything slows down. I'm in the zone.
Meanwhile, I have anxiety about the stupidest things, like my kids' soccer schedules. I'm anxious about how this will turn out. I spur teams to action as a leader, but I am a perfectionist as an individual. I'm academic and logical almost to a fault, but incredibly emotional. I'm 37.5% Irish. I'll spare you the math. But I managed to have 100% of the infamous Irish temper. Sometimes I'm a child in a grown man's body. I hate people who do things just for show, but when I started writing blog posts regularly, I joined Mensa. I proceeded to not go to a single event or respond to a single email or read a single article from the monthly magazine they send me. Yeah, I did that. Pretty douchey. Despite all that, I've been around the block, and those experiences and my thoughts about them have given me what may be unique and interesting perspectives. I watched on screen as three of my brothers died on the streets of Iraq. I worked at a place that the New York Times made famous for people crying at their desks. I'm a straight guy who's happened to work at not one, but two women's fashion companies. I went to Harvard Business School, even though I probably would not have gotten into Harvard undergrad. I'm a former Navy SEAL doing machine learning without a computer science degree. Lots of friends have asked me who this podcast is for. Shri, who's your audience? Can you make a podcast about nothing? Maybe a podcast about nothing is really about everything. After all, that's what you ponder, isn't it? Maybe we can think about things together. These are musings for a thoughtful leader. Leader because you want to make an impact in the world. And so do I. And now, as the wild things said, wherever they are, let the wild rumpus start. The Warrior Poet is a property of Rainiac Productions. The helicopter fills you heard come courtesy of Mike Koenig. Thanks, Mike. Few things are as comforting as a powerful rotor chop. Warrior Poet is produced by Laddie, with special contributions by Spoonman and me, Shree. I love you so, I love you so.